Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello. Here I am. Welcome to the Nikki Glaser Podcast. It's Monday. Um, episode 100 and something. I don't even know. Uh, you guys know we are on video now, right? Um, if you're watching on YouTube, hello. Uh, please comment on my looks below. Uh, no, don't do that, please. Um, I have not watched the video because I don't like to look at myself, but I've heard good things and um, we're very excited about it. So you can go subscribe uh, from following the link in our Instagram account, which I do know that our Instagram account is on a private um, account and you have to request access, but we'll let you in. All you got to do is request it and then you'll get in. But listen, I post things on there that I don't want everyone to see. I just want my podcast listeners to see. I want you to have to want it. You don't just get it. Because, you know, like, private accounts, I know they're a little bit kid, but, you know, I, I want an account where I can post things that I know that people that listen to my podcast, true listeners, are going to um, not judge me for. And I feel like on my own personal account, you post things and... People can screenshot it and judge, and it's just a little. It, it honestly makes me feel like it's a um, 
a Finsta a little bit. You know, the fake Instagrams that girls, I don't know if they're still doing that, but girls would make for like their close friends and they would post like, you know, thirst traps and stuff. Like, I feel like I can be a little bit more thirsty, a little bit more, um, I don't know, just me. I can be a little more me on those accounts and like post pictures that maybe aren't so perfect. And um, I don't know, like there was one this weekend where I was showing a defense move to Andrew that I learned at a uh, self-defense class that I took on Thursday that, um, and he was supposed to like straddle me and strangle me, but instead he like did the reverse, he, he like reversed because he was talking about how earlier that day he was talking about a new sex move he learned with his girlfriend from a porn he watched. And I think we talked about it where he, she's on top and his legs are, wait, no, you know, usually the girl's straddling the guy reverse but in this way, he's his legs are splayed, and she puts her legs straight, like she's sitting on his lap, and then can like he says she can get like lower. You know, he's always worried about making that mm-hmm. dick go deeper. I guess <laughs> I don't know. He was telling a meal about it, and then later on that night, we were doing the defense move, and I go, Andrew, straddle me and like try to strangle me, and um. And he did that move. And then someone took a picture of it. And it was really funny. But I just didn't want to post it on my normal one because it just looks crazy. And I knew you guys would get it. So that's an example. Um, yeah. Uh, have you, had, are you a reverse cowgirl kind of girl? Uh, I like regular cowgirl style. Like just riding facing the horse. Correct. Pretending I'm on a horse. Why? Yeah. Why don't we ever call it cowgirl? Why is it always just reverse cowgirl? Does anyone say let's do cowgirl? No, they just say girl on top. Right. Of the horse. <laughs> That'd be weird if they called it that. <laughs> do you guys do girl on top of the horse or reverse cowgirl? Well, why don't you just call it cowgirl? Well, we don't know. Um, I, I disagree with both of those positions. I don't want to be on top like ever um, as I've, you know, covered before. Um, it's just so much work. Wait, do you like it? Ma- like, sorry to pry into your sex That's life, okay. Noah, but do you like? Do you like spending most of your time up there? Is that when you are having that sex? is honestly that's uh, the easiest way for me to have an orgasm because you have more control sex. and you can like grind. Yeah. Do you have? Can you have an orgasm from just that? From yes. no, like, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh dear. I wish that I could. I like. I forgot my sex toys this weekend on the road. And it was just like, no, no, Nikki doesn't get to come this weekend because I did. I almost was thinking about going out the way that Andrew Googles a golf course. I was looking for sex toy shops locally, but I just did not have any time. We were, you know, we did Buffalo. We got into Buffalo at like, there's just no time. We did a Buffalo shows and then we had to get on a plane on Saturday and fly directly to Atlanta. And then we had two shows in Atlanta and I just didn't have time to go to a sex shop. I was almost going to tweet, like, will someone bring me one that you haven't used or something? I'm sure someone would have done that. Um, but I really fucked up by forgetting that. I also, what else did I forget? I forgot a couple things on the road this weekend. But that was the most, um, that was the have, one that caused me to suffer the most. Do you have toys that you specifically travel with? Or is it just whatever you're in the mood for taking? Um, that's a good question. And it's usually, well, the thing is I have to charge them too. So they're like properly charged um, and all my cords are all over the place. I'm not very organized. My cord management is just, you know, terrible. I bring, 
I generally bring a suction one and then a penetrative one. And sometimes that is in one toy together. But that also gets tricky because when you want to penetrate yourself with one of them and go in and out, then the suction part comes off too. You know, like it doesn't stay. It's also complicated. Um, no, I usually, I think I could just bring a suction toy and be A-okay. I could be AOC. Um, but I just don't, I don't even know. The, the suction toy I just bought was like not, it's not good enough. It's like nothing's good enough anymore. Noah, like I seriously have problems with addiction, like to anything where it's like something will satisfy my needs and then I just need more and I need more and I need more. It's never, it doesn't just stay like, oh, this is a good amount. Like anything that I ever enjoy, it's never enough. It always needs to be more. And then it just goes to a place where it's like, I, I'm going to hurt myself because I'm, t I'm using so much. And I just, I don't, uh, yeah, the, the, the toys aren't cutting it for me anymore. I don't even know what to recommend to people anymore because I'm like, this would probably be great for you, but it's worthless for me. And the idea that I could, I, I mean, it's tragic for me to think about in a world where toys didn't exist. I just would never have an orgasm. And I'm, you know. I can kind of get there, you know, with someone else if I don't have one. But I, adding a toy to sex is makes an orgasm a thousand times more achievable for me. Like it really amps it up that much. It's just like it's like having it's a guarantee. Know, yeah, it's like pushing a car up a hill. You could get it up a hill if you have enough brawn, but like. Wouldn't you rather just turn the car on and like get up? That's why I'm, I'm just so, yes, it's a guarantee. It's not even a guarantee, honestly. It's not even a guarantee, but it's just way more likely to happen. What I will say is that I think my orgasm, especially like actually even with porn, first of all, I need porn. I couldn't just do it by myself. And I know that I'm saying these things like the way that I just yelled at you guys for maybe saying things to yourself where you're like, I can't do it. I just can't. Like I haven't tried to come without porn or just with my hands um, and forever. But I just don't have the time to even try. Like, it's going to take a while if I can. Maybe I can, but it's it's going to take too much time, and I don't have two hours in my day to, to devote to that. Um, and I do feel like a lot of my orgasm is dependent on things that are said. And that's why, you know... The porn I watch, I'm even reluctant to like say the thing that I like so much now because it's just so specifically weird. But it's just like I know what I need to hear now and it's like so weird. I honestly, I'm not comfortable enough disclosing it right now. But like I am into overall, I will say, when men are, uh, you know, I'm, I've, I've been, I've, I've said this before when men are challenging a woman to have an orgasm, but telling her she can't. And then finally, when she can, they're like really celebratory of her and they're not like mad at her, but they're really like, there's a certain thing and sound that I really like for a guy to do. And I can't even do it. Cause it's so like, it's so <laughs> vulnerable for me to do it. But like, I really like, um, yeah, it's too much. I can't. I, I need to like work on it with a therapist or like maybe I could tell you individually, Noah, but like okay. telling everyone I can't yet. 
Um, and that's good. What not that good that I have something that I'm not ready to disclose? Because that doesn't happen that often. But it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, it definitely relates to my own life and like wanting to, like I was having, um, I was having sexual relations recently with someone and um, I was being pushed to the limit. Like really like it was, there were parts of me that were like, I can't do this. It's exhausting and it's a lot of work. And it was just like, and that's the way I like stuff to, to run. But this was like to the point where I was like going to tap out a little bit. But then I just, it started to feel like at the end of a really long run, like the end of a marathon where you're like so exhausted, but you know the way you're going to feel when you reach the finish line is worth the, I love suffering. <laughs> I think that's it. I love I can't reap the reward and really enjoy rest and relaxation and celebration and um and I I can't I can't reward myself until I've put myself through the ringer and it makes it that much more sweet. And it's not because I mean I do let myself relax now and again and, and enjoy self-care as, you know, it's self-care is a nice way of rephrasing things that you think are like lazy and it's true like me watching a lot of tv binging something it's like sometimes that is self-care me napping when I don't think I deserve it I just have to deserve everything and I think for me to like let myself have an oh I have to like suffer first and it it's not because I'm like you don't deserve it it's like because I know it's gonna be that much better if I just hold off and like really push myself and at the end of it I'll be able to like cross the finish line and get that gold medal and that little like silver blanket and everyone's going to be like you did it as opposed to like if you just did it I don't know it's like why does my life have to run this way like man I did two shows in Atlanta on Saturday night and I was exhausted by the end of them and I just don't feel deserving of feeling exhausted by just standing on stage and talking I just don't feel like you know I, I complaining about that or admitting to myself that it's tiring or feeling like feeling a little bit sorry for myself like wow you really did a lot tonight I just don't think I deserve it and I just feel I feel so bad about being tired um, but it was so exhausting in the second show. There were so many drunk people just like screaming out. Like that's the problem on the second show. I wanted it to be so much fun and like loose and for me to take my time and explore other areas didn't happen because the second I would be quiet, drunk people would feel the need to talk. That's why I talk so fucking fast. It's born of the fact that I don't want hecklers to come in and say anything mean. Like early on in my career, I just didn't want people to be like, you suck. And I just didn't want the silence. I wanted to always control them with like either they're laughing or I'm talking. There's no silence, nowhere for them to like whisper to each other, she sucks because they'll miss something I say, you know. And now I use that same skill I honed from being insecure and not wanting people to hate me to just plow through because I don't want to deal with hecklers because my whole set is about, you know, well, that one in particular, it's not always about this, but that one in particular was about getting older and, you know, the beauty industry and the fact that 
you know, the self-love industry and the body positivity movement and how we're gaslit into thinking like, love yourself. It's what on the inside that counts, yet everything tells us to the contrary. And if you're a woman who acknowledges that being attractive gets you things in the world, you're suddenly a bad feminist, even though, I'm sorry, but it's it does. It's not bad to call out the things that are still happening. We're not, we didn't just wake up one day after a Dove campaign and go, Be big is beautiful. Like that's, it didn't happen that way. It doesn't happen that quickly. The same kind of rhetoric and uh, pressure that women are feeling to just love themselves, love your body no matter what, like this, all this bullshit, it's bullshit because women who are skinny and beautiful and young are still being given most of the things. There's a couple examples where we're like, oh, we like her even though there's that one girl on um, this is us. Remember, there's a there's a fat woman on TV. See, we did it. It's done. It's the same thing as like oh, Obama. We had him. Racism's over. No, it's not. Well, that's a, a slight improvement, but it's not. You don't. Oh, we like Adele. We're fine with 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 having fat celebrities. Okay, well, you did it once or twice, but it's it's still a problem. And I know saying this as a skinny fucking white twat. Uh, doesn't really buy me much currency, but I can still call out the fact that it, it's we're for me to say that being thin gets you things in Hollywood, and that sometimes I want to be thin and beautiful and young because it'll get me more things. I I can get in trouble for saying that, even though it's true. Still, it's still true. <laughs> so why am I get? Why would I get in trouble? You're setting a bad example for women when little girls hear you say that. They're going to feel like they have to be thin and beautiful. Um, I hate to say it, uh, based on the evidence, they kind of do. And I, and I don't think it's right. Just because I'm saying that I feel the pressure to do that doesn't mean I'm saying that it's right. I wish that you could be any size you want and look any way. God, I wish that. But it's just not true. And until we acknowledge that these things are still happening and not deny them because, you know, there's a couple Instagram accounts that sh show like the truth, you know, that point out your flaws and celebrate your flaws. That's not enough. That's good. I'm glad those accounts exist. I post those accounts. I love those girls that show. Mainly those are for men. I think women know that when you arch your back and stick your butt out, cellulite goes away. You can make your butt look really nice. I want men to know that is what you're looking at. Like, because men don't know our tricks. Women do. This isn't for women as much as it is for men. Because when we change what men want and what men expect, then things can change. So anyway, I was just, I wanted to go off on this thing on, on Saturday night. And by doing that, I have to kind of complain about all this stuff. And then, and then drunk people just go, you're beautiful. Nikki, you're so hot. And I'm like, that is not what I'm trying. That is the, I go, that's not what I want to hear. I know. I'm a good-looking lady. I'm trying my fucking best. I'm not complaining that I'm not. What I'm complaining about is that I feel pressure to uphold this. And by you saying that I'm hot validates the fact that it's important to be hot. You saying that to me is, is it, it's not wrong. Like, we all do it. I say it to my friends. I say it to people to, to make them feel better. If you tell someone they're beautiful and they look younger than their age and you look so hot... And these are things you're saying because you want to make that person feel good. And maybe they're true, but you're, 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 
acknowledging that you said this because it might make this person feel good, you're acknowledging that if they're not those things, they should probably feel bad. That's that's the logic there. I feel autistic sometimes, honestly. I was watching Love on the Spectrum last night. There's a new character named Jaden, and he truly speaks my truth, which is that everything in everything in life you have to dissect and be like, what's the purpose of that? And why do we do that? We tell women they look young and hot, like, oh my God, you're 40? You do not look 40. That's acknowledging that looking 40 would be bad, right? Because if someone looks... 60 and they're 50 we wouldn't go oh my god you're 60 or you're 50 you look 60 you wouldn't say that to someone why because it acknowledges that being 60 is worse somehow inherently and why why because men don't want to fuck 60 year olds as much as 50 year olds and and you're closer to death and you're, you're more irrelevant i'm not saying that's true i'm saying that based on Things that, based on the observable facts around us, that's that's true. So, bottom line is, I shouldn't go on this crusade when I'm performing for drunk people because I just get a lot of drunk women going, "You're hot. I would, I'd fuck you." And it's just like oh, that is, you're missing the point. So, late shows, I might have to suspend. <laughs> Because it's a lot of, and you can't, you can't, I threw out one drunk person on, at Buffalo show on Friday night. I did throw her out, but they tossed her out because she just wouldn't stop heckling. And I felt bad for her. I mean, this woman clearly just drank too much and was trying to participate. All these people are. But on Saturday night, late show in, da- in Atlanta, too many to even crowd control. So I just had to plow through and it made it not, it made it exhausting for me and not as fun for the people that were there and not drunk. So, um, but I did get some feedback from people who weren't drunk and they had a good time. So I'm glad that that's the truth. Let's talk about this all with Andrew. Andrew! Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki.
Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone, and that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glazer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glazer. What up, Drew? What's up? What's up? Um, I was just talking about the shows this weekend. Oh. Sec- second show Saturday. Little drunky drunk. Was uh, it like that for you? Yeah, they, they laughed kind of weird. They were never... When a crowd's drunk, you can... They feel... Uh, Delayed? But they're like not laughing together. They're right. on. They're they're all in their own little party. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. interesting. It's in, there is more of um, freedom in a drunky drunk show because they're never going to remember it. They you just have to like <laughs> f- fake like the, your, they they the, just convince them the overall feeling was a fun time. Yeah, good and vibe. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, it was so drunk. It was too many drunk people, and I know there are people there that were not drunk, and I just felt bad for them. Well, I think it's a, a ten thirty show. Yeah, the later show. Your Saturday, they're probably day drinking. They're like, "We're gonna see Nikki tonight," and they're like, "Let's." I mean, you usually think the Friday sh- sh- late show is terrible because everyone's tired, but everyone's tired all the time now. Like, let's <laughs> let's stop pretending that everyone's just tired on the weekdays. Well, I feel like COVID every 
well, at least for a while, every day kind of started to become the same day. Like every day was a yeah, that it was, was it was less of yeah, while. but yeah, no, I, I think Saturday. I'm sure a lot of them will get together for a dinner. Like it's a whole event to see you. And yes. so they probably start drinking at dinner. Then they find a bar so, near their show. 10.30 is so late for a show. I mean, I even was like, what are we doing here? Because then, you know, we get started 15 minutes late to, yeah. generally. And then by the time I get on stage, it's 11.15. And then by the time I'm off stage, it's 12.30. I mean, that we're into the next day. Sometimes I think you should be able to be like... It should all be understood that I'm going to do four, a great 45. But the thing is, I can't give them <laughs> that know, right now because I, I want to, I'm I'm still working on so much material. And I don't know. I just feel like I want, I, I would have to talk too fast and I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um. But I am going to have to whittle it down to an hour. I really, I've been saying it for a while now, but I got to. Start whittling? I got to get my special ready today i'm gonna actually write out my set verbatim just try to see oh. like what it would look like if i'm like type it out i don't even know what that's gonna be i'm very scared i just cannot i can't do everything right now and i'm okay with that like my special is going to be the um so i just yeah i, I almost just share this just in case everyone out there is like i need to do this thing and i haven't done it i've been putting it off whether it's like you're writing a book or you have a, a report due for school or uh, you have to write a thank you card or thank you, like anything that you've been like putting off. A business thing. No matter what it <laughs> is, like you didn't get to it because you couldn't get to it. It's not because you're lazy. It's not. It's like the world like is a vampire. Wait, what is that? <laughs> the world is a vampire. Mm, dum, boom, boom. I only know that song from you singing it. Like, No, I you knew the song. You just didn't know that. I didn't line. know the beginning. Which everyone knows I know. I don't that. know how I didn't know that. Well, line. it's a disconnected song. It starts like that. Some songs start off. It's like, how is this even? Yes. Yes, I know. know what you mean. Yeah. Like Rolling Stones. Uh, uh, I saw her today. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. just like what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was so confused by that um, as a as a child. I remember all my friends in high school playing that song, and everyone knew it right away from like the choir kids yeah. choir singing. And I was like, why don't I know this song? Like every these people who have bad taste in music know this song. I want to hear the rest of the like, choir song. I mean, that sounds like I a pretty know, good it's song. Always, <laughs> it's always so good when uh, yeah. I was so that. annoyed this morning. I. I went to uh, schedule a doctor's appointment, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're a new patient, so I called this one place. They go, uh, yeah, uh, well, we might. This is why I tried to postpone tomorrow because they go for the podcast tomorrow. They uh, they were like, we can have a cancellation tomorrow. You come in at 1130. I go, I can't do that. They're like, well, how's November 30th? And I go, <laughs> okay. Uh, let me call back every morning and see if you have a cancellation that worked. That's the only reason why I'd push the podcast because I was like, all right, well now I'll take the cancellation. Sure. Because, so then I go, okay, I, I hang up. I don't hang up. I go, okay, I'll call another day and see. I call another place. They take all my insurance information, right? They don't even ask you what's wrong with you. They just want to make sure they're going to get paid mm. before they even go. Why are you even coming in? They go, well, yeah. what's your insurance? Let me make sure I'll get paid. Do you even live in the state? They don't even know if you can go there. You <laughs> might have called the wrong number. They're, they're like, look, you don't even have to come in. Just give us your insurance. We won't even see you, but and we're going to charge you $600. What, February 2022? Did you hear me? No. Is that true? That's their first appointment. They took all my info. How dare they? They go, they called my insurance company to make sure it's covered. They... They get my address, they get my phone number, they get all this shit for the fucking thing, and then they go, all right, let's see. 
Um, I go, well, the, how long it's taking? I'm starting to think this isn't going to probably work out. They go, I'll just wait one second. Um, f- uh, February. Like, said it like... Like it, like was, it like, was next Wednesday. Yeah. Like it was a, pl- like, thank, thank you. You know what? Here you go. Here's February. Oh, I found something. If oh, I had I'm doing cancer, you a favor. If I had cancer. Oh, I know. You're dead. Dude, I know. Before the fucking. That's uh, the scary thing before. about cancer is like you, you go in, you find out you have a, a, a suspicious thing. Yeah. And when I go in for a biopsy <laughs> and then the biopsy is six months later and you go, um, <laughs> What? I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that they could make you wait to get cancer results. This may be why. Like, isn't you know, isn't time bad in cancer world? Yes, it's horrible. When my dad got breast cancer, is it early detection the key? Yes. Well, that's when like someone goes, "I feel kind of sick." They're like, oh, you're gonna die in five days. It's like, oh, well, you didn't see me for fucking seven months. Well, yeah. Why do they never get the blame of like, well, I couldn't get an appointment, so um, you know that diagnosis you're giving me. Um, do you think you could have caught it? They probably like. I wonder. Do, your dad's a cancer doctor. Yeah. He's got to know the answer to this. Like, do some pe- people get diagnosed and go, "Well, I've been trying to get in here for three fucking months." Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And also, it's like, okay, if you can't see me till February, and you're making money off patients, and the demand is that high, why are you not open till eight at night? You know what right. I mean? Like, if you have all the. You're just wasting money or you're, you know. I mean, maybe they don't have enough people working. I mean, that's what I always think about when, you know, there are businesses that are like Starbucks down the street from us closes sometimes just like, you know, because they don't have enough workers. Yeah. And so, like, I think, oh, when when hospitals Uh, don't say enough doctors so they can't work overtime for the extra three hours to see new patients. Yeah. I mean, like doctors need to sleep, too. My other even though they have all the access to things that'll keep them up forever working and working. Yeah. Well, my dad got breast cancer and he got his tick cut off within two weeks. Like he was like. Well, yeah, he's going to be front of the line. Yeah, because he, he's a he cut it off himself. Yeah, I mean, he probably coulda. Yeah, he probably coulda. He just had to drink some whiskey and bite down on a spoon like they do in Braveheart or whatever. Yeah, it's Civil uh, War times. <laughs> so, my thought though well, is Braveheart's like, not Civil War. <laughs> it's a it's a little after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> freedom. They're talking. Yeah, War of eighteen twelve. Um, what happened? What year was that? Anyway, so what year was the War no, of eighteen twelve? No, no, French and Indian War. You actually know the French and Indian fought at the same time. Has anyone ever said that no. line to you? Oh, I always felt that was really annoying. Wait, what did they say? People go, you know the French and Indian War. I'm like, yeah, you know the, it's called that because the French and the Indian fought together against the British. And I was like, oh, so it wasn't like a French versus Indians. No. Oh, I definitely thought that. <laughs> I don't know anything about but, history. I'm what? like, I'm really scared about history. But so a new patient can't be seen for months, right? Does that, you know what I think though? What I think is that a new patient, they most likely don't have cancer or most likely don't have anything that's going to make them more money. But a, a reoccurring patient is sick. So they're going to keep making money off that patient. So it's probably easier as a reoccurring patient to get a, I think it's probably easier as a reoccurring patient patient. because you have those miles, you know, like you have status at the place. You've been there before. You've spent money like and when I call a place and I've been a a, a customer for a while, I would like to be seen right away seen over a new patient. But it is true. Like new patients like you getting a doctor's appointment and getting in soon is just so hard to do. What are you going to the doctor for? Just regular stuff? Well, Brenna saw like a thing on my ear. Where she's like, I think that's cancerous. And I was like, don't say that. What are you saying? Oh, Why are no, you, Brenna. What are you putting in my head here, Brie Dog? What's she putting on I miss head? you, baby cakes. I mean, maybe, I don't think you want what me to What is it? Die. Let me see it. I mean, you can't even see. You're going to say it's nothing and then I'm overreacting. But I don't, 
it's like on my ear, but it's been there for a long Let time. Let me see. What is it? It's what, what it's a growth it? kind of thing. A little white thing. It's like right here. It's here. Wait. You what? see how it's raised? Like uh, it's bro- it looks like cauliflower ear. Yeah, I might have just some broccoli up there, but uh, <laughs> you know. If you ate vegetables, I might think it was. I go, I don't need to see anyone. And she's like, no, you got to so see him So it's a dermatologist? Yeah, it's a dermatologist. Oh, okay. So while I'm there, maybe I'll have him check out a few other things. Yeah. But what about like <laughs> a, a regular doctor? Have you been like, got like a full exam? You're just going Well, the one ear? threw up after. Right, that's right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I need to call the, do- I mean, there's so much stuff I have had, have to do. Have you ever up. tried to make an appointment and it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. What it's, is that? And we then gotta, you, I got to talk to my dad about it. I, I got to talk to my father. I had a toothache like a month ago and I couldn't oh, yeah. open right. my mouth. And the first place I called, I was like, oh, you know, um, is there any way that I can come in? I, I'm just having this really bad toothache. And the receptionist like straight, like very straight face goes, um, okay, well, the next appointment I have is 12 p.m. on October 2nd. This is like and a when month was that? Ago. And that was a month ago. Yeah, oh, it was over a month ago that you. By were then, your tooth, your nine teeth are hurting now. I'm gonna cast away and shove a <laughs> ice skate in there and knock it out in an old cave on an island. I mean, that I is, it, and I think it just depends because then I was able to call a different place, and um, you know, the the receptionist was a little bit kinder and like treated me like a human being and she's like you know what why don't you just come out one o'clock today and we'll we'll put you in between the patients you and i said okay great you know even if i have to wait around i just appreciate you letting me come in yeah and you know what this talk is going to get me to make some doctor's appointments same yeah uh, right, like today. Well, it's interesting, like when Noah. Because I, I hope, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I got, I got a week um, free in in April of 2024. So That's I think I, I want to. Yeah. I just want to yeah. get them scheduled now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that yeah. I have a spring break coming up <laughs> in, in during the next summer Olympics. And then you finally go. You're like, what's wrong? You're like, you're perfectly healthy. It's like, well, why the fuck did I even come? It's it's important to go. Do yeah. you do you when you get I, when you get weighed at the doctor? Do you want to know the number? I don't really care. I don't weigh myself much, but yeah. But when you go to the doctor, you get that you get the number. They usually tell I, you. I'd be completely fine with getting really. The number. Oh man, I don't like that number. The number's never gonna like that. That has been something for me that has been very helpful with my body image stuff. Is just not ever weighing myself and not knowing the number mm-hmm. ever. Even if I go to the doctor, I was listening to some radio show the other day, and they were talking about going to the doctor, and they're like. Oh, I am. I weigh a lot more than I thought, and it's just it doesn't ever make you. It doesn't motivate you in the right way. It just makes you feel fucking sad, which leads yeah. to eating more. Like you think it's gonna motivate you. It rarely does that, and it just makes you fucking so sad. And so I always do. Um, I always like you know get on the scale backwards, and just have them, and then I can hear them the the pen kind of even writing, and I go that was a one, that was a <laughs> four, that was a. Five. And sometimes they like. They just purposely like leave it on the screen. Like they want you to fucking know. It's like there's this weird power that they know that they have over you. Yeah. No one gets their weight and is excited about it ever. I mean, this that's the thing. You th- if you go into the doctor, and let's say I, I have a number in mind where I'm like, I know when I'm that number, I'm like so skinny, and like my like everyone is like commenting on how skinny I am but not in like a concerned way it's like my best weight that makes me feel like so healthy and shiny yeah whatever like there's a a number I have in my head if it if it is that number then I have to maintain then I get in my head and I go I gotta maintain it I'm just at that number so Mm. that means 
I'm quickly, I could go over that number very easily if I just drink too much water. And then I start obsessing over like, we got to stay at that. So it doesn't even, even if I hit the number I want, it doesn't give me the satisfaction. If it's below, then I start going, uh, well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that number. Maybe the number has to be even lower because I don't feel like that skinny right now. And I don't even feel that good about myself. So now the number should maybe be five pounds lower than I think it is. Now I'm, now I'm over the number that I even went in for. Or it's a number, most likely it's a number that's five pounds over what I think it is. And then that's a whole fucking thing. So just don't get the number. For your just height. Just know how your clothes fit. You know how it fits. Yeah. Don't get the, you don't need to know the number. Unless there is a, a tumorous mass that weighs 30 pounds somewhere in your system that wouldn't affect the way your genes fit. You don't need to know the number. You know when you put on clothes if you're a little overweight or not. You just know. Do you think... I think what happens too is like whatever your height is, there's like a number that they s- determine is what's healthy. Mm. And for me, I'm like five nine and a quarter to a half. Yeah, just under three quarters. Yeah, um, I think it's more like five eight and a three quarters. That's yeah. what I am. We're exactly the same height. You're under five nine. I think I'm like right under, like a, a little. Wow, you must have shrunk because I'm five nine and a quarter. It's weird. Uh, I I really don't think I did. <laughs> Maybe I'm. so. Anyway, but we do I'm, shrink as all right. Age. So I'm five six, and no, but there's a weight that they tell. They're like, if you're five nine, you should be 165 yeah, yeah. pounds. I will. If I got to 165, you would think I'm dying. You you would say something to me like, Andrew, yeah. you need to eat something. Yeah. Like there are there's I th- feel like there's like a di- putting that number. It makes the person think, oh, I'm not healthy unless I'm that number, and then they're gonna fucking go crazy over the number. Right. You know what I mean? See, that's so funny that you go, I'm not healthy if I'm at that number. I do not think of health when it comes to weight. Oh. Ever. And I that, that's because I'm so damaged from the way yeah. that, I mean, I went on a rant about it before you got in here, but like women do not really, I, I'm not speaking for all of us, but when we think of a number, we don't go, I'm not healthy at that yeah. number. We go, I'm not lovable at that number. Mm. I mean, that's what it translates to. It's interesting that you go, oh, I might be dying. I think women, when they have extra weight, it's like, I'm fat at that. It's not like, and fat doesn't equal unhealthy, yeah. even though we know that if you're overweight, you're more susceptible to disease and stuff like that. But it doesn't, that's like a, that's an afterthought. Like <laughs> Health, you, yeah. Yeah, I was listening to some kind of like podcast yesterday about a girl that used to, um, you know, uh, induce vomiting by drinking Ipecac, you know, the stuff that you give oh. people if they... Um, have you know parents used to have it just in case your kids eat poison oh and so it'll just make you puke everything and and you can die from taking up a cap like it 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 can often cause death in people and the woman did it as a child because she was trying to lose weight and she saw some you know after school special about bulimia and was like oh i'll take this thing that my parents said make me throw up so she did it and literally felt like she was dying and then she found out it could kill you and she kept doing it and she was like, she said something about like, it didn't matter that it could kill me. Like I wanted to be thin more than health. Like yeah. it's not, we we can pretend that these things are about like health, but It's like know. nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Like that's a line that you Kate hear. Kate Moss apparently said. Yeah. But, um, and you know, there have been times in my life that I did feel that way, but it yeah. wasn't like the way skinny feels made me feel good. It made me feel trapped in uh my own it it was just the most isolating thing it makes you that's why i can't stand being around people who are dieting i just won't do it because if you're dieting you're hungry 
you're either focused on like I get to eat soon and that's all you can think of. So you're not present. You're not like with me. It makes me it reminds me of being with drunk people. It's like I would hate to perform for a bunch of hungry people. It's the no we all know that people get angry when they're hungry. Angry they call it, right? Agitated. Yeah. And it's just like I don't want to be around anyone dieting. That's why I can't be around if my friends are doing some kind of cleanse, I go, I'm not gonna hang out with you. <laughs> because you're not even if you're like, I love it, it makes me feel so good. I know you're looking at every like thing around you being like, that looks good. I've been starving before. I know what it's like. It's not fun. And so if you I, yeah, I just, I cut people out of my life that are, that's why I get so mad at you when you like don't prepare to eat because I don't want to be around you when you're hungry. But I don't act, I'm not ever angry towards you. No, you're not angry, but you're just, it's not even angry, it's distracted. It's like. But I do think. Do, do and it's th- not because you're doing it to lose weight, you just like didn't bring a snack for like a, a, a long travel day. I hear you. I, but I just like, with that, I just feel like if, if I'm hungry, I'll eat, like. I don't know. Yeah, it's but just like it's, you're putting on like I feel like I know I'm trying to control your situation. I get that and yeah. it's none of my business, but if I have to be around you for a long car ride after we landed in the airport and I know we're going to get there and nothing's going to be open to eat and nothing then I have but to be I around you. But I think that's you. your own like brain of what you what People would be going through. People have noticed your... you're different when you haven't eaten. Not just me, but buddy. People have noticed I'm different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not just me. But everyone is different. Everyone, I mean, but you're, you're saying that like like people are like, hey, Andrews. They are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. No, you are different when you're hungry. And so I don't want to be around it. And I know that's trying to control you. But I can't like, you know, do a roll out of a van just like onto the highway to get away from you. I just have to be around it. I know. But why don't you just say, hey, Andrew, you're being uh, at the time. Well, that's Who's why I just ta- gave now you I feel Snickers. like people are talking about me behind my back. No, no one's talking about you behind your back. It's just a thing because I've said before to like we need to have food for Andrew before we get to the show because I don't like his energy when he's hungry, and so when <laughs> when you eat, you just calm down a lot. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true, dude. I I do. You don't think that you're different after you've eaten? No, I just can't believe it's just a topic of conversation that I'm not even privy to. It just it's we're not just, making fun of you. No, There's no, no like, judgment it, uh, about that. It's just like oh, that it is good to have food around because it seems that Andrew might be a little more anxious when he's hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you super bummed? No, I'm not bummed. I just find it just like it's just funny, like what people talk about. I just don't even like it's just something that I would never even notice on with someone else, but. I, no, but like, yeah, no, I get it. It's just funny that it's this conversation. Let's that, get to the news. Wonder who else it is. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. No, I heard it here second today, folks. Okay, <laughs> I hope you're having all the swells out there. I was, but now I need to eat something. Would you rather me not tell you a thing that I thought it wasn't a big deal? That's why I told you. I don't mean to make you feel paranoid now. That's the thing is like, if someone's talking, said something about you and noticed something, would you prefer not to know it? I mean, is it almost like YouTube comments? Should I just not say that? No, I just feel like there's a way to tell someone without it feeling uh, judgmental or critical. That's all. Sorry, I was just, I I do apologize (laughs) for making it sound critical. I'm just saying like, I try to, I try to, it's not just you, I try to do that with everyone's hunger because when I notice when people get hungry, they don't even notice that they're different. I'm super tuned into it because I lived that lifestyle for so long that I can pick up on the slightest, like I can just be like, 
I do it to the guy I'm dating all the time. I'm like, we have to stop and get something to eat. And he's like, I'm not hungry. And I go, you commented on the way here that you were hungry. We got to the restaurant. You didn't eat anything because you didn't like your meal. Yeah. There's no way you're not hungry because you just ate two bites and you were hungry before that. So we're going to stop and get something. He's Then he gets annoyed. He's like, I don't need anything. Then we finally eat and it's like a different person after it. And I'm just like, I, I, guess, I can't I, stand boys I guess what not it is. I guess what it is, though, is like before like you started like working on your stuff with the eating stuff. Yeah. Like when we first started being friends for the first year and a half, you wouldn't eat all day. Yeah, I know. And then you'd be irritable. And then like if yes. I would, I felt like I couldn't even bring it up to you without you getting upset with me. So that's why like, I think sometimes I just like, and we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, if I feel like I can't say something to you, but then you're just so easily able to say something to me. I think I felt comfortable saying that because you had previously said seconds before I said that, that you don't have an eating disorder. For sure. For sure. And no, I get that. I get that. But I think I'm just telling you like why I think certain things like probably affect us with our friendship sometimes. Yes. And it's not like a big deal. I'm just saying like, I think that's probably where it stems from whenever I might get like upset. No, I get it. Like like, it's, it's hard to hear that. I didn't say that in a nice way that like someone had noticed that like it sounds like we're like talking shit but it wasn't it, I, I I presented it in a way that sounded like we were like gossiping behind your back and it it probably didn't feel good to hear that and I it wasn't gossip it was just like oh it's it, you're right it's Andrew does like to have snacks backstage and it makes to could <laughs> makes him calm down a little bit <laughs> just like you calm down after you take a you take a pre-show poop one your boy's been pooping a little less, but not much. Okay. <laughs> to the news. I hope you're having all the swells. This wasn't a fight. This was a healthy no, we conversation. No, got through it really easily. Yeah. And I, I instigated that. I, I own up to that. That wasn't nice of me. <laughs> okay. A new survey of 2,000 Americans age 50 and older found that 45% are having better sex or the best sex of their lives as, they, as they've aged. 35% of those surveyed have sex more than five times a week. And one in four admit they have sex outside the bedroom, like the laundry room or staircase. So Ooh, foreplay. So, so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so essentially, people are are when their kids leave, they start, you know, they just fucking probably feel more free to just start screaming. This putting is after on. the age of fifty, you said. Uh, yes. Yeah, fifty and older. Uh, I just don't believe this. <laughs> Did they just go to like a sandals resort in for forever for a swingers weekend at a sandals resort? Remember hedonism? That yeah, was, yeah, that's that's the place I was looking for. I mean, I hope this is true, but I feel like most people that get older like kind of lose their sex. No, drive. I think they fuck a lot. I, I, well, five I, times a week seems like a lot. What else are they doing if they're getting their four hundred one? They're just fucking all day. The villages is a place in Florida. One. Okay. Have you heard of that? <laughs> there are a lot of places in, that are a lot of places. <laughs> no, but the villages is known. It's like this huge community of like people that are like 60 and older. Like retired. And all they do is drink Bud Light and fo- the number one Bud Light sales and the number one STDs or number sales. one herpes sales. Wow. Is in the villages because all they do is drink beer and all fuck each other. Noah, what else did this say? And what, why, <laughs> what? I can't. Okay. I so just what don't I- believe this. What I wanted to add, the scientist who conducted the survey said, the changes that come with aging make women and men communicate more, get more creative, have more time to explore, which leads them Mm. to getting the right type of satisfaction. That's a good point. I do find that as you get older and you can just know what you want and uh, 
you can just have better sex and you can have, that's just the best part about being in a relationship is being able, as a young person being in a relationship, because I don't know what it's like to be much older, but I feel like if, I would probably be more prone to have casual sex as I get older because I just am, I, I care less about what people think. I'm not worried about my body as much. I just accept myself more. So yeah. I would probably have more of it than I had as a young person because as a young person, I'm so scared I'm going to be bad at it. I don't even know what I like. Um, they're, I'm not going to be able to tell them that I don't like that thing that they're doing. And, and so then I'm just going to en- end up doing it. And then I'm going to feel bad because I just let this guy do this thing to me. And I didn't, you know, like all these things. So that makes sense to me, actually. It's and then if you're out. having like, uh, you know, you start off, you have sex in the dark. It reminds me of like when I'm in the locker room at a gym and there's an old man. Yeah. And his wrinkly penis is like perfect two, analogy. Two inches away from my face. And he's so comfortable. <laughs> so I'm sure he's probably pretty cool with his whoever he he's fucking. Because so much. Any time, time yeah. you do things over and over, you get more comfortable with it. At yeah. that point, he probably started out <laughs> as a young kid, like hiding his penis. <laughs> And then he eventually ends up just <laughs> blow drying his balls. A, a couple, with my hair somehow. <laughs> with a with a uh, round brush. Um, they're so saggy he can get like a nice, Ugh. like he can curl them like a Jennifer Aniston like hairstyle. Wait a second. So that this totally now makes sense. Yeah, it checks it's like out. you get more comfortable because I feel like there's something sad about that though because. And I'm finding this in my own life, like the more comfortable I get with sex and the more open I am to like having weirder sexual experiences or like doing kind of stranger things um, that might, uh, that I, in the past I would have been so scared to do, oh, judgmental of. But now that I'm getting older, I'm getting closer to being married, which then locks me down to one person. So there's kind of an irony there of like, I'm finally ready to spread my labia wings <laughs> red bull and now i have to shut it down because i'm getting closer to wanting to settle down well what's interesting then but then like the idea of fucking at first is like there's still party that's like fucking for reproduction for having babies for like mm. like there's a reason why oh, yeah and when you get then older when you get rid of that then it's just for fucking then it's just for fun it's all sport but but also I plan on being married by the like I plan on being in a committed relationship by the time I'm in my fifties and so that is going to limit me to one partner. Yeah, but then you're. But gonna maybe we s- might be swingers. Or fuck on a swing. That's true. I think you already own it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I I used to own a fuck swing. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah, I I really Didn't think you give I it to I that will. playground. You de- donated it. Right? Yeah, I did. No, it was um. I used to say that that sex swing looked like the way they fed the cows to the velociraptors or to the T-Rex. You know, it was like, and it's like being lowered in that thing. It was the same device. Wait a second. I do find this kind of, I'm learning, this like kind of blows my mind because I do find that for the first time ever, I am like really not scared about sex stuff and like, oh, I could just go make, like I used to be just so terrified of like, holding hands with a boy, kissing a new guy. And now I'm like, oh, it's not that hard to do. And now I'm like getting closer to like locking it down. I'm like, oh, now I'm finally free and I got to lock it down. Hmm. Finally free sexually and you got to lock it. Yeah. But then you're free sexually because but you're I, with I'm someone with one you trust. Per- but I want to have, have sexual experiences that with a lot of people and like different things. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I want to experience like all... Th- my number is in the teens, right? But it 
all those a lot of those times I don't remember because I was drunk. Yes. And so they don't even count. So really, if we're talking about sexual experiences, people I've had sex with that I remember having sex with were were below ten for sure, and that's not like a sexually fulfilling life. I don't know. I, I just want to see you draw like, this swingers, up on a board. Swingers like. <laughs> I want to see you write this out like a teacher. I have. I have written out like everyone <laughs> no, I've slept like with. No, but like minus four due to being hammered, minus three doing I mean, think about your own go. self. Like oh, think about yeah. the number like of the times you remember oh. versus the times you do remember. But you that don't. is why I think I am ready for – or ready for – in a relationship that I love because when I did get sober the last three years, I did have more sex than I usually have had. And I've been – and I was sober. So I'm like, okay, I remember those. Those were fun. I got that out of my system. See, I haven't done that. It doesn't feel like a need. Like, I don't feel that, like, that primal need. To I just, be- I think that I could find someone that is into, like, swinging or whatever, but then. I always feel like there's those swinging. Such a, yeah, there's such a. Uh, I just a think it's cool. Judgment. Cool to people. talk about, but I think, and, and for me, like, for me, it'd be like, okay, yeah, we could both fuck different people. That'd be cool. Like, I, like even in my mind, I'm like, that could be cool, you know? No, together, though. But even that, I just feel like it's like the what's that movie with Richard? Not Richard Gere, the Million Dollar Proposal or whatever. Yeah, Indecent Proposal. Yeah, so something like that where he gave his gave him a million dollars to have sex with his wife. Yeah, it's cool. No, he, well, it was the other way around. The guy gave him a million dollars to have sex with his yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's a million dollars, please, <laughs> fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> That should be. Uh, that's so funny. We should do a so, remake. That's so funny. What would you not? What would Take you do for wife, a million dollars? What would you do if I gave or, or <laughs> could you <laughs> could you fuck my wife and get a million dollars? Yeah, I could do that. The guy's like, no, nah, I don't. I don't want to fuck your wife for a million. Wait, I said that wrong. Well, you already said it. Sorry. <laughs> oh God damn it. My dear, my my hand is oak or whatever they say. Uh, yeah. My, um. So what's the problem with that? No, no, like so, like the idea of it, like oh, we got a million dollars now. I could we could buy a house. We could take our kids to college. Yeah, but you've you fucked Robert Redford, well, and I'll never fucked, I'll never be able to. Not to be only ha- that, Robert Redford fucked her good. Oh, I don't. Remember That's that. the problem. But the thing is, like, he, no, they. The thing is, they had an intimate. They went out. They spent time together. Like they did she, go in a helicopter. Yeah, like he he wooed her. It wasn't just about the sex. A woman can have good sex and not go. I need to be with that person. If it's just sex, if it's just like, you know, with. But it, then it goes back to your whole thing, though. Like once you get sex in the vagina, you're connected no matter what. I, I don't think that if, if it's just sex in your vagina and it's just happening without you like talking to that person, getting to know them, yeah. then it can exist in that bubble of like that fuck bubble. But how often is a woman letting a guy in her <laughs> vagina and she doesn't even know fuck him? Bubble. I mean, that's not happening. That Almost often. every night in college. Well, yeah, that's happening. But I'm talking about. You know, if I'm letting a guy in my vagina, I've probably known him very well at this point, and so that's going to so make to get me in your vagina. Him. You either have to marry you or or never make talk a deal with my boyfriend and wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I only told you about the mask thing, but I'm glad you listen. I I screwed you before with bringing up the like, I, I did, the mask thing was a, a figment of speech or whatever. Yeah, a figment, a figment of speech. Of speech. <laughs> I did tell Andrew that I was down for a gangbang, but I would have to wear a mask. So, you have to wear a mask? Yes. So no one oh, would know that it was I wasn't me. even talking about that. I really wasn't. Oh, yeah. I don't want anyone to know if I ever do a gangbang that it's Nikki Glaser. I don't want them to be able to say that, even though I've come out and said that I will be participating in these. I don't want them to be able to say that. Well, now the cat's out of the bag that you're wearing on your head. 
to fuck. No, they won't know. They won't know. All right. Let's get to another news story. They'll know your feet, though. That's the problem. I really did think that last night when I was no, talking. About, I'm not even joking you. I was like, I will have to. Because sometimes I want to film it, you know, yeah, and maybe yeah. put it out there. Yeah. And I'm like, nope. I don't have any tattoos, but my feet are real giveaways. You just have a mask and socks on. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, okay. A 24-year-old man. Or found- like those, like, just like those dinosaur, like, slippers that are like fake feet, like Hulk feet. Maybe I'll just put those Hulk hands uh, on my feet. No, nah, that's rich. That is rich. Oh, because I feel like even through socks, you could tell my You got to cover the Wharton scar. Too. Oh, yeah, on my knee. I'll patch that up, too. God damn it. I have too many things. You're just going to be a hole. Uh, that's all I want to be. A glory hole. I'll be like, okay, I know that Nikki wall. <laughs> yeah, I know the... <laughs> There's a Taylor Swift poster on there that she overpaid for. Yeah, my asshole is ringed with the t- Taylor Swift lyrics. <laughs> there's, a, there's a line around it that says, uh, yeah, tis the damn season. Around the ring Full of my core. asshole. All right, Full core. <laughs> Ever whore. Okay. Fearless. Uh, why do- <laughs> Lover. I barely know her. Uh, <laughs> whose scarf is that in the dresser? <laughs> Speak now, you bitch. All right, 24-year-old man found love and a new kidney through Tinder. It's pretty crazy. So two, a gay guy found a guy on Tinder, ended up having a great connection with him, and then told him that he would need a kidney. And the guy gave him his kidney. Aww. Yeah. That's so he sweet. I know. They were so in love and so yeah. committed to each other. How long did this take? Um, like qu- quick, quick. The guy. Oh, that's um, limerence, baby. Yes. Oh, you think he gave him the kidney during like the fun point, and then he's like, yeah, "Oh, yeah." This is the this is the honeymoon stage. This is how you get a kidney. Is you get in that <laughs> beginning. Don't wait until they've fallen out of love with you. Don't ask for a kidney down the line. You get in that beginning, that yeah. time where you're machine gun Kelly. They got and Megan married though. Fox. Oh, they did. They are married. You're like, so you, you want to get in this vagina? You got to give me that kidney. That's so sweet. I would love yeah. to give someone my kidney. I think that is a beautiful thing. It really when someone is. does that for a loved one. I really, I don't know what that says about me that I'm dying to give someone my kidney, but um, I, I would like to do that for someone in my life. Um, yeah, I would love to. Give it'd be something. weird if you asked for a kidney. I was like, I gotta. Um, I. When can we get in? You uh, just want to kill April. me from the inside too. <laughs> I start just like, what do you do to get kidney damage? <laughs> Whatever that is, I do that. Well, I think there should be like an app for um sure owners, uh, owners, people uh, wanting to give up their organs. I think yeah. that's so weirdly like illegal or something i don't know wouldn't that be cool Someone though like you, you like you car. put up your blood or you put up like what you are yeah you are, you're then, like i would like to give you my right ear yeah you'll you're in a van gogh i think you should send your ear to brenna in the mail like van gogh oh it'd be hot or have her bite it <laughs> and off be like, like babe i got rid of it holy field I'm, yeah. I'm no longer cancerous but i do have a little hole on the side of my head <laughs> she's like yeah um <laughs> I'll give you my kidney There's to fill that up. There's nothing grosser than just like a hole on the side of your head where an ear used to be. Like that grosses me out. Yeah, so, it's not or when be people good lose their nose and it's just like a hole. Like I don't know why that bothers me so much. Well, it's just disgusting. It's like trypto- <laughs> trypto- trypto- trypophobia. Have you ever heard of that? No. What's that? Is that when you're afraid of turkey? No, it's when you're. <laughs> Maybe. Tryptophanophobia. 
Um, no, it's when trypophanophobia is when you trip over a fan board and you're scared of. Tri- I don't want that. I know I, that actually. Is and a then your nose fear. falls off in the fan. I actually get. I have that fear at meet and greets that people trip over the cord that are the lights. Oh and man! And every time they walk up, I go like the whole time. I'm just like nervous about people. Wait, so what is trypophan or whatever? Trypophobia. It's like T R Y P F O B. I think it's trypophobia, but it's um my mom has it big time, and my sister kind of has it. It's when you're scared of a lot of little holes all clustered together and it makes your skin crawl. Like Swiss cheese? Um, Swiss cheese can cause trypophobia, <laughs> but oftentimes it's like the holes have to be like close together. And it's just like can give you – it's on Reddit. And oh, I'll show you, know you some what pictures. Is? It's, it's, so is it like a little thin line between each hole? I can yeah, see that. Yeah, I like, can see It almost that. looks like rotting carcasses, but it's just like – I have it too, but my mom really has it. Like she can't even look at – like my my you know bird like? kiwi used to have oh, molten sorry. feathers and yeah. the feathers you could see them like coming out of its hair almost there were like these tubes that like before the feather would like turn into a feather it would be like this tubes that would be all close together <laughs> and my sister and I would be like it's ew, it's kiwi's doing the thing again and it was trepho it was trypophobia or when your mom comes over you should put curlers in and see what happens um <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about like when the let ligaments rip and there's like one like it's just barely holding on and it's just a oh! one Skinny. I, I hate oh. one little fur fiber. <laughs> yeah, one fiber. No, that's why I hate like like when like there's oh. something like ripping on it. Your jeans have like a hole in it, and it's just like one little string. And I'm just like, ah! or when a man has a ponytail and it's oh. just a little like a braid, and it's just braided down. And then they turn. The, do they do the rubber band yeah, around the tail, tiniest? Like it's like three hairs that have a rubber band around it. I want to. I want to die. I seriously feel like my skin is melting off my face when I see like a Willie Nelson little braid that has like a like oh or oh, dear Bubba. Okay, I actually had a dream of this other night where my hair was in a bunch of little like tight like rubber coolio? bands. Like Coolio. Oh, no, uh. Coolio doesn't bother me. Those are like thicker pieces of hair. But uh. okay, we gotta go to break and we'll come back with why do I care. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which 
it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country. 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Why do I care? I don't even know anymore. Why do I care? 90-year-old actor William Shatner. Whoa! Is going to is space. Is 90. That's news. Yeah. And his last name's Shatner, which is hilarious. Wait, he's going to space? That is funny. Yeah, with Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin next week. He's going up to 90 space. 90 years. William Shatner's 90. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, Star Trek just was, you know, I never watched it. <laughs> did you ever watch it no not I, a single second. not even a second i i mean literally not a second Noah, were you ever into any of that stuff no i, I never watched it i hear it's great though but yeah i mean i heard that like bat and like shows like babylon 5 and Ugh. like um i just hear them and i get angry i don't know why i don't know why i've never been i hate science into that. i hate like the future like get out of here well because you <laughs> it's the only time you can get a doctor's appointment <laughs> It's on a space station. <laughs> um, okay, he's going to space with Elon Musk. No, no. Or Jeff Bezos. Oh, the, yeah, the I get those guy, two confused. The other one. Rich guy. 
Yeah. Elon Musk has fake hair. Bezos went bald. Um, that is interesting that Bezos didn't get a do... wig because it was too late. You can't wait that long. Oh. You can. I mean, Brian Urlacher did, but, but, and he like. F- Brian Urlacher did, got he, a wig or a transplant yeah. and like went from bald to that and mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I just got it. But everyone thought he so shaved his that, head. Like, There's a difference. Women can't do, like, men can't do that. Like, I don't mind a bald guy being like, ah, I'm just going to get a wig and just do it. Our friend Robbie Collier did. Yeah. I love, and he put it on Instagram. He's like, listen, I have a hairpiece. This is my new life. And it's like, good for you. When I wear fake eyelashes, I'm not like, oh my God, someone knows that I have fake eye- or like hair extensions. I'm just I guess like, you got to address it. Like what he did. He made a post. He said, hey, I got it. But I, but I still don't think that men. People course, don't like to be tricked. That's what it is. No, it's not that people make fun think? of men who go from bald to bald. No, that. I when, know, but when women can do, women can go get spray tans. They can do all these things, extensions. but men are not allowed to make a egregious change in their looks without it being like, uh, like sad or something. I, yeah. I, we knew he was bald, and now you're allowed to have hair. You had hair before. Why can't you go back to hair if it's fake? Because then it admits that you're insecure about your baldness, yes. and that's such a pussy move. When yes. really, it, or or you just are bald and miserable. There's also a difference between a guy that... And you don't like, need to be miserable We all perceived Erlacher like was bald by choice. Oh. Which is a different kind of thing. And then all of a sudden thing. he's like, I just want to grow it out. Yeah. Overnight. Yeah. It's like the uh, Seinfeld thing when she's like, grow your hair out. You have this hair? And he grew no. it out. No, oh, I love bald. that. And he goes, <laughs> she goes, you're bald. And he goes, I was bald. Oh, that's a different one. I'm talking about the one where she saw his driver's license and saw that... He had a full head of great hair, and he had a shaved head. And she's like, you can grow your hair out? Oh, Like, this yeah, could be your hair? Hot guy. And then he grew it out, and he's he was bald. He was thinning. Oh. And it wasn't the same Got anymore. it, got yeah. it. I don't remember that one. Anyway, so he's going to space. He's going on that thing. It's going 66 miles in the air and then coming right back down in a parachute. And I got to tell you, if you're on Star Trek and you're going warp speed. I think you keep saying Star Trek. Yeah. It's Trek. Uh-huh, it tracks. <laughs> so... <laughs> Did you just find out it was Star Trek and not track? So more to the story. Um, People always say that you say Star Trek wrong. Who's all that? I'm just kidding. No, I know. I know. I know. I I was playing. I was playing. I was playing. (laughs) I think this is like your get up today makes me think that you can take anything. I can take a lot. I know you can, but this look makes you seem like you're... Joke. It's a cool, cool. look, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. I know you walked in here dying for me to say something about it, and I tried what to not. What is he wearing for audio listeners? He's wearing a jean jacket with a shirt with a shirt underneath. He's wearing sunglasses and a backwards white cap. And my beard is thick these days. Oh, I forgot that because I'm beard. Well, blind. it's a cute jacket. It's it's uh, fall. That's what I was. Is thinking. that a new jacket or something? No, it's it's an old new jacket. I guess. Oh, all right, cool. Um, your dad wears a jean jacket a lot. He mm-hmm. actually rocks it in a manly way, which makes me happy. Oh, cool. Down. I'm glad that my dad inspired some of your fashion. Let's move on. I really don't care about old men in space yeah. at all. Uh, let's get on to um, top one, bottom one. <laughs> it's our Monday topic, top one, bottom one. Uh, what's our topic, Noah? <laughs> Today we're talking about top one, bottom one shoes. Shoes. Ooh, boy. Now, this might be shoes that you wear, shoes that you notice other people wearing, but this is just uh, least favorite kind of shoe, most favorite kind of shoe. Um, do you want to st- start us off? Um, Andrew? I guess least favorite shoe for me is... Uh, oh, that's tough. I, I go through a lot of phases, as you know. So any phase that has ended up being the shortest phase... 
is probably the least. So you're favorite. going with shoes that you've worn, not like women's shoes that you've noticed that you don't like. Oh, or you people, want me to do that? I mean, you could do whatever you want. I'm just wondering which lane you're picking. Oh, I here. thought we were going our sh- like oh, our I don't, own. You shoes. came up with shoes, and I just go shoes. Sounds good. Oh, just shoes in general. But here's the, anything. I I bought recently. I bought. I'd be shocked if one of us doesn't say the shoes that have like the little toes highlighted. You know, the rubber shoes. I kind of like those. I tried them on before. I like liking them because I think it's so hack to hate them. Yes. Okay. Um, I bought boots. I bought Timberland boots recently because I was watching a lot of country music. I was watching a lot of Morgan Wallen, a lot of... uh, Poor me. Um, And... uh, (laughs) I was like, well, I'll just be the relatable guy with his boots on stage with my oh, jeans. Oh, yeah. He came out rocking these boots waiting for me to say something. And you're around. like, are you going hiking? I go, I was why like, do I can't you wear these indoors. And you're like, ah. I was autistic about it. I'm Jaden. Have you watched the new Love on the Spectrum? There's this new guy named Jaden. And let me just. You're jaded about Jaden? Well, Jaden is an interesting guy because he is the type of autistic that's like, he's kind of like the way that I was saying that that one girl was where she was like, I don't. She doesn't understand why people do things just out of like being polite. She's like, she, like almost before when I go, oh, I said the thing about, oh, someone noticed also. I'm like, well, that's a fact that proves my point. Why wouldn't I share that fact? And people go, because it's rude to tell someone that they've been talked about behind their back. That makes people uncomfortable. And I would go, well, it should. Well, would you rather not know? It's a thing that happened and it supported my thesis. So that was kind of autistic of me being like, why are you offended? It shouldn't offend you. It's a fact. And Jaden is like that. He um, he had this really interesting thing where he says that he doesn't understand like societal norms or like no, you know, he's talking to this girl about going out on a date and she goes, well, you know, you um, when you sit down, you could offer her water. And he goes, is there water on the table with a glass? And she's like, yeah, probably. And he's like, well, why wouldn't she pour it herself? Like if she does, she is her arm working. She's like probably, but like <laughs> it's just a nice thing to yeah. do. And he's like. Okay, uh, it's a nice thing to do. Like I'll remember that. But like he has to like he has to he doesn't know that it's a nice thing to do. He doesn't understand why that's a nice thing to do because he goes, "Doesn't that take away her autonomy as a person that could do it herself?" So, and he he had the really interesting example. He goes, "I don't use I don't do anything that doesn't serve a purpose and like has a reason for it." He said, "I shake hands." I shake hands not because you're supposed to shake hands, but because there is a reason you shake hands. When you would shake with your right hand, your right hand would always have your hand on your sword back in the day. So if you shook with your right hand, you were disarmed. So it was a friendly greeting that oh. said, I don't, I'm not going to hurt you. The, hello. It's a way to tell someone, I'm your friend. I'm not going to hurt you. A shaking hand without a reason behind it doesn't make any sense. Just shaking hands, why would that mean I'm not going to hurt you if it doesn't attach to the meaning to the sword? And so that's why he shakes hands is because, oh, there's this meaning attached to it. And I think that for your boots, I felt the same way of like, why would you have hiking boots if you shan't hike? Agreed. And shan't, I used that wrong, but I wanted to speak and, and Jaden speak. look, I shan't in a bottom for sure. Um, I shan't help it. You know, Shantner. I'm gonna William Shantner. <laughs> but yeah, so I bought these boots and I haven't worn them once. And I, I honestly might never. Wait, why was it because I said that? No, no, I just they realized just don't go with anything. It just doesn't really make sense to wear hiking boots just to hike myself on stage for. Dude, minutes. I said this to you and you got really defensive. But you said they looked cool, and I go, okay, well then there's. Well, I thought they were enough of a regular boot to counteract the hike, but I. 
since realized they're too hike. They're too hikey. Why didn't you just buy the same boot that Wallen has? Uh, I couldn't. Uh, he has cowboy boots, which I just oh. I couldn't go full cowboy boot. Gotcha. Either. Okay, so those are your least favorite boots. Yeah, anything that you buy and you've never worn once mm, because you automatically remar- re- regret it. Okay, Noah, least favorite shoe. <laughs> Think the clog has to do it for me as a least favorite shoe. Mm, the wooden like, one, the wooden shoe. Yeah, like with a, with yeah. a wooden bottom. It just I feel like a robot when I walk in them. And one time, um, the bottom of a clog like cut my ankle because the shoe is so like rigid that I I bumped it into my ankle and I have like a deep cut and I just can't get over it. Wait, you wore clogs like when in I was real a kid? Life? Yeah. Okay, even okay. then. But clogs are so comfy. Like Bar- Birkenstock clogs. No, I used to no, wear I those. Were so no, cool like the wear. Swedish. Oh, clogs? like yeah. straight up. Sw- Wooden clogs. Yeah. Why were you wearing wooden clogs, though? I'm just... Even as a kid. I think maybe it was fashionable. They were in style, like, in the 90s, and I got a pair of clogs. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I'm going to go with my least favorite shoe is any one that has a pointy toe. But you still wear them. Um, Because every fucking shoe has a pointy goddamn toe. But the ones that are really, really pointed, and the ones especially a strappy sandal, that the, the last strap on the toe box, right... Mm-hmm. The last strap is like two inches long. Who the fuck's foot? Your foot is supposed to be who designed? Straight across. Can we look at the history of like? It truly is trying to make you have smaller feet, so you're like a smaller. I don't know the. It turns you per- into a bird, a bird claw. It's like it's like bound feet in ancient China. Like it's getting back to that of like women need to be disabled almost. So, so that who they, is this for? I don't know, but women love. Having like a pointy toe. My feet are pointed in a, they are, they are in the shape of a shoe and it bothers me. And so I blame like, you know, my severe foot pain on these damn pointy shoes, stilettos. But really it's any shoe that, um, especially a very high heeled, I'll show you my least favorite shoe. Let me just go grab it. I mean, it's a guy's. I was buying sneakers recently. You get a wide sneaker. Like, that's what they offer. A wide shoe. No one no one gives a shit. I'm going to get wide bunions. My feet are going to get too wide. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. These, these shoes can suck my dick, really. Okay. These. Yeah, that's insane. It's a basic that's a, black because when you Because when you're having... Yeah, it's like a, probably a one, two... It's probably a four-inch heel. Let me see this toe Black thing. stiletto. Can I try it on? Please. These will fit you, too. I just want to see what it feels like to be. Oh my god, this is so satisfying. This is well. Andrew gave are, me a foot rub this weekend, Noah, and I'm, it was. <laughs> I offered him a hundred dollars to do it. It was so good. Yeah, I'm not see? kidding you. <laughs> see that your boy's got skills. This is ridiculous. Thank I'm you. I'm not even. I'm not even. Do that one. Do that one too, dude. I'm do not, them both. <laughs> okay. Okay. This one. Okay. That one's in. I mean, oh, dude, stand, <laughs> stand, with all, because all your weight goes to your foot, so it shoves it even further down. Now walk a little, a couple steps. Oh, you look so pretty. I mean, they do look like if you had shorts on, you would see how fucking good they make your legs look. Yeah. I mean, that like is- look away. So let's look at you. Oh my god, this is hilarious. Hold on, come over here. I want to see what they. Oh my god. I mean, I'm sure my calves, Your calves look great. I mean, they great. look so good, Andrew. I mean, Wait, hold on. Come here. Oh, here's... my pinky toe is already hurting. Wait, look at me. Turn around. I mean, that looks so good. I got to be honest. My pinky toe is <laughs> throbbing. 
Throbbing. You've been wearing them for less than 30 seconds, dude. Yeah, they're awful. And then, so a high heel. So why Noah, not make this shoe? Because it doesn't look cute with a, a toe box that's just like that's square. They don't look as cute. No, Noah, no, no, don't no, you agree? No, but no, but you could have a point, right? So let's make this wider, and you can still have a point, but it has nothing to do. Because then the point is going to come out so, if, if you make it wide so that your whole foot fits in, and then you point it so that there's nothing in the point, yeah. then you then you just have like a really, then you're going to look like you're wearing size 15 shoes, and it's, uh, you're going to look like Shaq. Or it's going to be too wide with a short point, which will look ridiculous and your, too. And your foot will slide into that point, unless there's like something stopping it, in which case your foot will just slam into it. Because when you're in a heel, you're it's like your foot's going down a slide and gravity is sending your whole body towards the football it's it's awful so this is why you like one when night I of those shoes yeah, i mean that's... would make your foot have bunions one night it doesn't take like you know years it was one one time i wore shoes like that and i got bunions i love it too they like put this thing in there like oh yeah your feet will just fit oh the little dr Scholl's pads can and some girl sent me um a foot spray to numb my feet before i wear them on stage just numb your foot and i go this thank you for this and i know a lot of women do that but I don't want to numb. When you numb it, the pain is still taking place. The disfigurement, it's not even a band-aid. I felt sexy, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, Dude, I get, wait till you see it. the pictures I, I took. It. Your feet look awesome. Final thought. Favorite shoes. Um, favorite shoes, I, I, I would have to say, are either these guys or the Air Cortez, which I copied Shia Those LaBeouf guys style. are what? Nike? Nike. Uh-huh. Air Cortez, they're just very comfortable. Uh, I don't know. I like them. They're clean. And then when they get dirty, I like a shoe that even if it gets dirty, it still looks cool. I okay. Like. Oh, yeah. Those one shoes with the stars on them that everyone was buying for like $600 a couple years ago that come dirty. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Those were wild. I mean, there's literally. They would sell I would them at, say there's... at Tim at Saks and they were like $600 and they looked, they looked like they were found in a dumpster. There's. Maybe 400 companies that sell a white sneaker. Like, there's just, oh, I have a great idea, many. mom. I want you to invest 600 grand into my company because I want to make like a white sneaker I, that's I, like really white. I don't understand what <laughs> motivates people to make products that already exist. Like, when people go, I have a new CBD line, I'm like, what do you think you're bringing to the CBD market that, uh, besides a label and a different name, that isn't already out? I just don't I know, get it. It's wild. It's people's entrepreneurial spirit is truly, uh, for things that already exist, blows my mind. The uh, and maybe it works. I don't know. My favorite. Oh no. What's your favorite shoe? Uh, actually, I just bought the most expensive pair of sneakers I have ever bought in my life mm. uh, from Brooks. And oh, it, Brooks it was, is good. I actually, and I went to an actual shoe store where the the saleswoman understood, uh, you know, arches and all that stuff. And I and I I bought this Brooks sneaker, the yeah. Brooks Ariel, which I didn't. I thought Brooks was like an old people's line. <laughs> uh, yes, but it's I I love it. I feel like I'm walking on a cloud. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that's. This is totally an old person's podcast because yes. we're listing shoes that are like. I literally <laughs> bought New Balances earlier this morning. Oh, New Balances! I did you steal mine? No, I got it from Jack Harlow. Oh, who's Jack Harlow? He's the white rapper. Uh, I think I showed you. Him. Oh yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah I just He's bought not... some new New Balances that are so comfy. But I'm still my. I've actually I had severe put, foot pain this uh, this weekend, and um, on the plane my foot would swell from all the damage from wearing. Now all my boots now are very. Uh, you know, uh, one and a half inches, nothing, you know, yeah. or, or one inch. Now all these boots I'm wearing on stage now, 
much more comfortable than what I was doing, but still extreme pain from just being on my feet all night. And then um and my and then I would wear these new balances and they would start throbbing the next day in these comfortable shoes. I had to kick them off on the plane last night because they would swell. I mean, I am so carving wearing, out a part of my day today yeah. to go get a foot rub. Or I truly need one from you again. I'm not joking you. It was the best thing I've I it's it's it feels wrong. Can you give me a foot rub? Once in a while, like that. Yeah, I can. Just stop talking about my eating. Behind your back. Or in front. <laughs> it's hard to tell where your back starts and begins because of all the eating. JK, you're perfect. Um, you did puff out your stomach this weekend. It was so funny. Oh, you stood on top of it. It was like you're on Mount Rushmore. Oh Wait, you never said what your favorite oh, shoe is. My favorite shoe is definitely the Ultra. A-L-T-R-A. Ultra. It's a, um, it's for women with like bunion feet and it's has wide toe box and it's not even for women just with bunion feet but it's like it's a running shoe that's for runners and it has a wide toe box you will not because now, nike shoes also have the point going on can like, i ask you a question i can't buy regular running shoes because if you wore your outfit your hot outfit right this weekend and one night wear your new balances on stage just try it and just see it how you feel. The shoes are a part of the outfit, dude. Like yeah. it, it just is like no, I, but I, I know, wear but white I'm saying, boots. Why not? To... You like going against the grain. You said you like uh, those toe shoes because everyone. No, hates I'm saying them. I like saying I like them. I don't actually <laughs> like them. I like an outfit to look good. That's the problem. Is these shoes look good? Uh, you know, yeah. pointed toe shoes. There's a reason they. We have been conditioned to think that women with tiny pointy feet are hot. I don't know what it is, but it just you know. Women used we never used to care about women being hairless and then all of a sudden it became the norm and now women with hair it's like it hair on your legs it's like a masculine thing when in norm it didn't used to be that way it's like I'm just conditioned by society to think that shoes like that look cute that's it's what I'm saying then. so weird I don't understand it I'm just starting to like kind of get a good grasp on it but sometimes I'm like why does that look good tucked in and that doesn't like why that belt and not like sometimes I feel so confused of why something works and something doesn't and I've learned from my stylist enough of like well you don't that's a little matchy matchy they say a lot oh matchy matchy like you would think that's too much matching match? yeah like you can't match too oh. much like I sometimes I'll wear like a black skirt with um like a like I'll have white boots on but you don't want to put on another thing that's like you either want to do all white or you want to do white boots and then like not another white piece because then it'll be matchy matchy um like a black skirt and a white top with white boots too matchy matchy <laughs> but if you do white boots with black and then another color shirt that is not matchy matchy <laughs> But you, it's like it's. But but, but if you do a white boot, is, but if you do a white long boot that goes up to yeah. your like a, a knee high, that is so much white. You don't want to match it with any other white unless it's like white earrings, mm. but not a white shirt and white earrings. That's too matchy matchy. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do feel like Instagram has given me a better sense of style, just from observing other women. And I think that I'm just in, starting to embrace style. I counted my number of Taylor Swift shirts yesterday. Or yes. a couple days ago before I left town. I think that for the rest of the podcast, I'm going to see how many days I can wear a Taylor, different Taylor Swift shirt in a row. I would And see how many, how long 16. I can go. Let's just see. This is day one, everyone. I got a question. This is day one. Is there a woman's shoe mm -hmm. that could still look 
sexy. I know we were kind of talking about it, but has there been like a woman designer that has just leaned into comfortableness? Kala shoes are for women with bunions. Kala, C-A-L-L, but it's out of the UK and they're on TikTok and they show women with like severely bunion feet putting their feet into shoes that are truly comfortable women's shoes that look really good. So I would love to get- Have you tried it? No, because they're in the UK and it's always like, I just don't care about shoes that much to- to do it. No, but I, I care just, about your feet because one, I have to rub them. Two, man, I love having feet that are like the way that you made my feet feel. Like <laughs> honestly, you brought me a lot of more pleasure than most like sexual experiences in my life. Not all, but like foot rubs I to got me strong, over. Nu- I have nubby hands. I think it's not sexual, but it's like it's such good pain that it's so freaking good. Yeah, I don't think you've ever been a better friend than the two minutes after the rub to me like i just felt a, a vibe where we were just connected as friendship like, thank you so yeah. much it's all i've ever wanted my feet are like seriously tingling right now like they're almost <laughs> getting wet even I'm, thinking about being rubbed i'm not joking you my There's dick like, is inside my I'm body i'm getting like blue balls on my feet where it's like i don't think he can rub them and you thought he was going to like my feet got excited fuck okay we gotta go uh thank you for listening to the podcast uh see you tomorrow on the show uh thank you so much to all the besties that came out to the shows this weekend we love you so much we're gonna read your notes on fanthrax on thursday and um don't be ca- and and uh jack from uh, that one song by um <laughs> Wait, the, what about the guy that you rip off his shoes oh yeah jake no jack harlow Jack Harlow. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show looking for some amazing tv to stream indulge yourself with the hits on hulu you can't miss dive in with barney ted robin and the gang on how i met your mother all nine seasons are now streaming on hulu then you can move to modern family Shit's creek and my wife and kids we are talking every single episode of every season of these shows we're talking huge hits streaming on hulu whenever you're in the mood now we're talking this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. it's a simple truth No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.